Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Um, so five years, yeah, we've been here for five years. East Campus launched five years ago. We just celebrated on, on Sunday. And uh, we're also at the end of the month where we made New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. So I'm going to talk about let's continue with the vision. Let's continue with what we've been prophesied over. Let's continue with what we've been saying that we're going to do. Let's be committed in that as we go into February and in the rest of the year and the rest of our life, really. Um, so we're going to stick to that tonight. And I'm going to share a little bit about my journey here at this church. Um, but I want you guys to make space for God to move tonight. When you make space, he will move in your life. Uh, when we pray over people and we cast out or we pray out anxiety and things, we don't just say anxiety gone, fear gone, and then just walk away. We gotta fill it up. We gotta fill that void up with something. So we gotta fill that void up with faith, with hope, with love, with peace. You know, all the fruits of the spirit if you wanna just start right there. But so just be open to let God move, especially I'm sure he's already moved in your hearts with my beautiful wife's message tonight. That was uh, very, very, very moving. Uh, but I'm going to start off with uh, Galatians 6, 9. It says, let us not become weary in doing good. For the proper time, we will, re we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I don't know if Danielle's in the room right now. Is Danielle here? She's back from, uh, there she is. I see you. Um, as we, this, this wasn't a part of, of tonight, but... Um, when Pastor Michael was asking us to submit pictures for the video that he made, I was going through a lot of photos, and I had like over 250 photos. And one photo is, is of you and um, getting baptized at Balboa, even though we were at East, but we were sharing the campus. And in the, back, in the background, the song said, uh, God's, God loves you. And I just want to remind you tonight that during that moment, I know that you were wanting uh, more for, from God. But this year, I see him bringing you into something new, uh, new visions, uh, a new voice that's going to come out of you, and new opportunities. So just remember that night that God loved you then, and he loves you still. So don't, don't forget that. Um, at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Um, so tonight, I'm going to talk about the awakening that happened with me, with being at this, this church for as long as I have. So the title of my message is Awaken You. <laughs> little twist on it. But uh, so when I came to this church in, in 2009, um, I didn't know what to expect. All I knew is when I walked into this church, the worship was amazing. Pastor Jurgen was amazing. His accent was amazing. <laughs> and he spoke to a room smaller than this, but he was speaking like he was speaking to tens of thousands of people. The passion that he had, he was speaking like he was speaking to in front of a stadium filled of people. 
and I instantly fell in love with, with this church. I didn't know that I would be able to do the rest of my life with this church, and this is what I get to do every, every Sunday, every Wednesday. Um, it's amazing that, that some people have two Saturdays. When you think about that, some people have two Saturdays. I have a Saturday and I have a Sunday, where Saturday I could get some stuff done around the house, maybe go on a motorcycle ride, but Sunday I'm devoted to the house of God. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on that um, a little bit tonight. But um, when I started coming, I was scared to get too close. I was really scared to get too close. I didn't know that, that God designed me specially, special and unique to advance the kingdom of God. I didn't know when I was coming to this church that God was trying to introduce me to a version of myself that I didn't even know. And he's still pulling that out of me, but he was introducing me to a version that, that I've never seen before. I seen my reflection in the mirror, but I didn't see what God had called me to do in this life. I didn't know how to pray. I mean, I knew the, the typical prayer, uh, now I lay me down to sleep, pray to the Lord. Like, I, I did that every single night. Every night. Um, but I didn't know that I could have a live, thriving relationship with God throughout the whole week. Not just at night before I went to, to bed. But a live relationship in every moment, like Jesus take the will type moment, like he could, he doesn't need it to, he could just ride in the passenger seat with me every day to work, everywhere I go, at work, during, during my, my daily life. Um, I didn't know that, I didn't know that I could have that type of relationship. Uh, John 10, 10, it says the, key, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy but I, have given, but I have come to give you life and life to the full. See, I didn't, I didn't know that. And when you, when you read that verse, that verse isn't talking about um, quantity. It's not saying, I'm going to give you life for you to be 100, but then you're going to live in poverty if you believe in me. I, I, I'm not giving you life to the fullest for you to have anxiety and walk through these things for the rest of your life. It's more about the quality of your life. Because you can live till 40 years old with the authority that God has given us with an abundant life, thriving, and not being shackled with chains with what the enemy thinks that he has a grip on us. So he's, he's called us to give us life, life to the full, life to the, to the abundant. Um, I didn't know that, that I would be able to do life with the amazing people at this church. I didn't, I didn't know that I'd be able to celebrate an amazing man tonight, his birthday af after church, Jared Van Tassel. I didn't know that I could walk in self-control from uh, addiction, from an intoxicating myself too much. I like to have a beer, but I like to control it in a controlled environment with real people, with people who have faith, with people who have great conversations, fruitful conversations, champion uh, my marriage. Um, and God speaks, God speaks to, through dreams through some of us. Like God speaks in my dreams to me. And one of them 
which some of you guys know, is I, I, I had a dream that I was back in high school, and I was like, and it, and it ha- kept on happening, and I was like freaking out. It's like, why am I back in high school? Like freaking out. And then coming to this church, at the beginning days, like if you had a kid in kids' church, they would want you to at least serve once a month. Uh, and I was so scared that they would ask me to speak in front of people. <laughs> like little people. But God, God has a sense of humor because I'm up here right now. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just being obedient to the, to, the call of, to the call of God. And I want to honor our kids' church. Uh, anybody in here who is in kids' church, we want to honor you tonight uh, for all that you do, for training up our kids in the way that they should go. But the first one was not knowing. The second thing I'm going to get into is the finding. So when I came to Awaken Church, what I found was is God is a big God. And just because it took me a long time to really dive in and submit and be obedient to the calling on my life doesn't mean that, that it's going to have to take you as long as it took me. Things could be unlocked tonight for you in Jesus' name. A lot of people don't drink the water. I'm always like, does anybody drink this holy water <laughs> up here? But it's going to get activated in you tonight. And God will let you live whatever you want to settle for. Whatever life you want to settle for, God will let you live. God is not a controlling God. God is in control, but he's not controlling. He's not the puppet master that's, that's controlling us. Uh, that's why we have our own free will, and he wants our will to align with the will that he has for us. See, Ephesians uh, 3, 20 to 21, it says, if you believe he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask, think, or imagine, according to the power that works in us. doesn't say according to the power that pushes us, according to the power that that condemns us according to the power that, that uh, has strings over us. It says that works in us, that works in us and through us is the power of God that is wor- that's going to work here tonight, that things are going to get activated in your life. And I would be lying if I, was, if I were to stand up here and say that I've been this perfect Christian since I've started coming to this church. Um, in, the, in the beginning days of coming to this church, I mean, I've been at parties and... And I've been with some, some people where they're like, just do a line of cocaine. And I would indulge in cocaine, but I would still be able to maintain my family and still be able to, you know, take care of my daughter and get up into work in the morning because it would be uh, every now and then. But what I've found that half-time Christians can't take out full-time devils. So... I found that, that half-time Christians can't take out full-time devils. If I was to continue in that, that lapse, that my marriage wouldn't be where it's at today. I wouldn't be able to pray when my wife walked out in authority that my wife would return and believe that and see that for my own life. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to, to, to believe that for myself. See, people want the promotion, but, but they don't want the pressure. People want the, the beautiful wife. People want the beautiful family. People want the platform, but they can't handle the pressure when they get it. 
See, being at this house has trained me up to handle the pressure when our marriage has been in shambles, been able to handle the pressure when, when my kids are going through something, been able to handle the pressure when we had to have a conversation with my daughter. And then the way that we train them up, they're able to handle the pressure because they know that their God is a big God. They know that they've been in this house and that this is a house of transformation. See, a lot of people... I think Alan loved what I said last week at DNA, but, he, but what I said was, is that people say that they would die for their kids. People say that they would jump in front of a train for their kids, that they would take a bullet for their kids. And God bless those people who've had to come in those situations and actually had to do that. So I don't, I'm not taking that lightly, but how, how that, that probably won't happen. Like the odds of that happening are very slim that you would have to jump in front of a train or take a bullet for your kids. But the question for all of us is, will we change for our kids? Or even more, will you change for your neighbor or will you change for your friend? Because that's when accountability happens. See, taking a, taking a bullet for your kid, it might not, never happen. Jump in front of a train, it might never happen. But will you change for your kids so they could see, so they could break off, so we could break off right now, tonight, generational curses like my wife was talking about, and they could see the fruit in your life. So what is God's plan for us? God is the architect of our life. Faith without works is dead. God made each human to be a worker. One of, the, one of the things God did after creating Adam was give Adam several jobs to cultivate the garden, to keep the garden, to protect and steward the garden. In Genesis 2.15, he brought the animals to Adam, and Adam had to name them. What are you naming in your life today? What... When I, when I said that I used to have nightmares of being in high school, it was God showing me a dream that I would be driving to a, a contracting class to do eight hours on a Saturday to start a business. It was stepping into Pathfinders, cultivating an atmosphere with amazing people. It was speaking in DNA stepping out in faith with boldness to speak in front of a smaller room, which I get way more nervous about, which is weird. <laughs> and then now us, me and my wife, leading Awaken You at East Campus. So how funny is God, though? High school dropout, scared to get close with the church, scared to talk in front of people, I meet my beautiful wife. She comes to this church. She becomes friends with Pastor Leanne Matesius on Instagram. And I was scared out my mind and started a huge fight with her because I'm like, what are you doing getting close to the pastors? I don't want to be uncovered. I don't want to get called out into the deep as God has called us. But he has a sense of humor to have a high school dropout 
a guy who used to run around El Cajon using crystal meth, stealing, to stand on a platform tonight, listen to a beautiful message from my wife, and then walking out the obedience that God has called me to do in all these things that, that I just listed. And it's not, he doesn't call the qualified, but he calls the unqualified. He calls the, he doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. And that, and that's what I, what I've learned is just to be, be obedient to the, to the word of God, be obedient, step out, but you have to activate it and and activation and commitment have to go hand in hand. You have to be committed to what you say. You have, you can't just go to the gym and expect muscles to just arrive on the body. It's not about consistency, but it's about commitment. See, because I could be consistent on being a Christian every two weeks, but until I'm committed day in and day out that I will live my life to serve the Lord every single day is where freedom comes in my life, where freedom will come in your life, where your marriages will be restored, where businesses will be able to open up, where your heart will be transformed, where relationships that were broken would be able to come back where forgiveness will be able to flow easy. See, it's easy to forgive when you know how many times you have been forgiven. And I love coming to this church. I love this church because it's not a mega church. In 2021, it was kind of a mega church. But it's not a mega church. It's not a mega church. Because our pastors want to see us thrive. Our pastors want to see us, they want to see our potential. This could be the Jurgen show every single Sunday and, and we would all chew it up and love it. But, it. but he has a vision for people to go out and make disciples and, and call the gifts out, that, the gifts and talents that God has given us. The last verse I'm going to leave you with is Hebrews 6. 10, 11, everything you do in your journey of self-improvement, including serving others in love, it matters to God. He wants you to be diligent in meeting others' needs as well as managing your own. And it's managing your own. If, you're, if the demands on you outweigh the devotion in you, then burnout occurs. So that's why I'm saying you can't be a part-time Christian trying to defeat full-time devils. But then it says, God doesn't want you only focusing on yourself, but growing in Christ-like as you give back to others. So right now, with, with every eye bowed, or every head bowed and eyes closed, People say that they would do courageous things for people. But the question is, will you change for those people? Will you change your ways? Will you change the way that you've been thinking? Will you change the way that you've been speaking? Will you change the way when you walk into an atmosphere? Can people see 
the character in you that God has called us to be Christ-like every single day? Can, can you walk that out every day? And if, if you want to walk that out every day, if you want to stop playing church and you want to see a shift tonight, I just want you to raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to step out and be courageous into the call that God has called you, that he's called you to be bold, to go out into the deep, to launch into the deep for a catch, that we're supposed to be fishers of men, but we can't do it if we're stuck in our old ways. So thank you for, for, who raised, for, for those who raised their hands. And then the other group I want to welcome is if you've never given your life to Christ, if you never surrendered to the fullness of God and accepted him into your heart with every head bowed and eyes closed, if you could just slip up your hand. If you never invited him in to be your Lord and Savior, I'm going to give you another opportunity, a couple more seconds to do that. But this is a moment that could change the whole trajectory of your life. This is a moment where you'll be able to see who you are in Christ. Thank you. So if everybody could, everybody could repeat after me. Father God, I thank you that you sent your son to die on the cross for me so I could live a life in the full abundance that you have for me. Jesus, I accept you into my heart, into my life, and I thank you for what you're gonna do. I repent for my sins. I declare that you are the Lord of my life. And I thank you for the love and forgiveness that you have for me. In Jesus' mighty name. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.